Welcome one and all to another edition of the Morning Briefing. No Jeff DeForest, but you do it myself, Mike Luby Lubitz. And we have a full slate of football action last night. The Giants and the Niners got it on. And it's like I talked about yesterday. That's why I didn't want to get too into it. I felt like the Niners would dismantle the Giants. And they did. Yeah, it was close into the third. The Giants scored a touchdown. We had 17-12. Daniel Jones got demolished on the two-point conversion. And the Niners went on to win 30-12. to and to me, I, 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 I think it's funny when people say to me, and it's just, yeah, well, it's all of us. We all think the same thing. Like, that's stupid what you say to me. Um, the Niners feel like the best team in football. I think some power rankings had them at three or four. They're the best team. Their defense is unbelievable from front to back, back to front. Their offense is spectacular. And their quarterback, Chubba, uh, Brock Purdy. Chubba Purdy was a f- former Florida State Seminole. Uh, now he's at Nebraska. Brock Purdy, his older brother, is not sexy. He was Mr. Relevant. He was a guy at Iowa State that was there a long time and just got the job done. And he fits perfectly with this offense. They have so much talent. And they have really good coaching with Shanahan and that staff that all Brock Purdy needs to do is stay out of the way and once in a while make a big play, and that's what he does. The Niners are the best team in the NFL, and they may be the best team in the NFL by far. They're definitely right now 3-0. Big win over the New York Giants last night. The NFL slate sort of eh. But the college football slate's amazing. Six official top 25 matchups, seven matchups that feel like they're top 25 when you add Florida State and Clemson. You throw in a BYU and Kansas, two teams that are either undefeated. Uh, and then uh, there's like nine games that either have undefeated or undefeated versus two and one teams playing. We've had three uh, uh, slates. This slate is fantastic. Yesterday I talked about how I would, we do a morning show down here out of South Florida every day. And every Friday, we have the general Friday, and we have our favorite handicappers breaking down, analyzing, and giving their favorite plays of the football weekend. Well, I, for you, will bring you their plays. It's going to be a short, I don't know how sweet, but a short edition of the morning briefing. But I wanted to make sure to get you our favorite handicappers' plays of the weekend. I talked about the games to me that I was most interested in on the college f- football slate yesterday. I'm not a handicapper, so I'm not telling you to take my plays. I don't think I, I don't know how many official plays I gave. Yes, Florida State, I do think will. Winning cover versus Clemson. Am I supremely confident? Bragging? No. Clemson's beat them seven games in a row uh, in this series. Clemson has been the cream of the crop of the ACC. Um, Clemson, with Dabo Swinney, has won multiple titles. But they don't feel like the same Clemson. And Florida State does feel stronger. Yes, they struggled versus Boston College last game in the fourth quarter. Sure. You want to use that? Fine. Clemson struggled all year. They got demolished by Duke, who's good, but they're not great. They played... A couple of teams closer than they should have, and then one huge in the second half. Um, to me, Clemson, I don't know if they're done. I don't know if things are done for them. This year right now, Florida State is the more they're more talented and better team. I mean, Clemson has talent, so Florida State can't take them lightly, obviously. Death Valley's a tough place to play. But 12 o'clock is not prime time at night. It feels like Florida State should win that game and win it definitively. I don't know if they win by double digits. I don't know what the final score is. I'm not that guy, but I think Florida State should win that game. That's the only one I'm really going on record for. If Florida State loses, I won't be shocked. Clemson does have talent. Dabo has one game, big games. They have won titles. I get it. But every streak ends at some point. So it feels like this year is probably that year. Florida State over Clemson. Other than that, there's a lot of great games. I also feel like Notre Dame and Ohio State. Ohio State is the more talented team. They've recruited well. They're top three program in the country. This year, Notre Dame's look better. Same thing with Ole Miss, Alabama. Uh, for myself, I think Alabama is the more heralded program. They should not be favored by six and a half to seven points. I think Ole Miss is the better team this year. 
but you don't want my plays because I'm not a handicapper. I want to give you our f- favorite handicappers plays of the week, and we'll get you going on your football weekend. Uh, the Greek, a guy that we're big, uh, dear friend of ours, big fans of. He's not Mr. Analysis, but he's really good at gambling, <laughs> and he's really good at football betting. So I want to give you his plays. Ole Miss, he, is, he agrees with me, getting seven over Alabama. Notre Dame, again, like me, getting – Getting at home at night, Ohio State just figured out, just named officially their quarterback, but they've had quarterback issues all year. Notre Dame getting three over Ohio State. Florida State, he agrees with me, laying two over Clemson. The NFL, he likes Cleveland uh, to get back to their winning ways, laying three over Tennessee. New England laying two over the New York Jets. And the Detroit Lions, who came in with all that bluster and have been sort of eh so far, really good offensively, sort of and defensively, laying three over Atlanta. That's where our buddy, the Greek, is this football weekend. Uh, we have a guy, the professor. You've seen him. We've done a thing called License to Steal, where we do handicapping here, where we bring our handicappers to you and have them give their analysis and have them give their plays. We didn't do it last week because I was out of town. Well, this week, Defoe's out of town. We'll start that back up next week. These same handicappers, I'll have them for you to hear. Right now, I'm just bringing you their plays. The professor ha- is a college football Guru, he's savant. Yes, he's struggled so far this year because a lot of people have struggled because the greats that we're used to have struggled. Last week was a lot of teams that people were thinking highly of struggling. So it's hurt the handicapper, it's hurt the gambler, but that does not mean they won't figure it out. And the professor knows knows a thing or two and really enjoy our time with him. He gave a ton, a slew of college football plays starting tonight. Wisconsin, he likes laying five over Purdue. Luke Fickle's not there, but They've left a really strong club there, brought in a transfer from SMU, a quarterback, and their running game, one of the best running backs in the country. He likes Wisconsin, laying five over Purdue. San Diego State uh, was close the last few weeks. He likes them getting seven, getting seven the dog over Boise State. It's not the same Boise State as when Peterson was there, Brian Harson was there. Uh, it's a different Boise State. San Diego State he likes as the dog, getting seven points over Boise State. Again, Three guys that like Ole Miss over Alabama. Alabama still has talent. It's just that quarterback position, the offensive line, and the defense is not the same. Ole Miss, Jackson starts figuring it out. They have, a, they have possibly the best running back in the country with uh, Judkins, Christian Judkins, and their defense is better than Ole Miss's defense has been in the past. Yes, Ole Miss tends to struggle against Alabama in these spots, but getting seven, Alabama has not shown any reason to be a seven-point favorite against a top 25 team. BYU. Another big matchup, BYU versus Kansas. Kansas is 3-0, but BYU is a 10-point dog. Ken likes, the professor likes BYU getting 10 over Kansas. Texas, big win over Alabama, then struggled. They were one of the struggles last week. They got to top three in the country, top four in the country. Struggled versus Wyoming for three quarters, finally pulled away in the fourth quarter. Um, So it's 14 versus a Baylor team that's horrendous. A lot because of that Wyoming game. The spread probably should be bigger. He likes Texas laying 14. And Washington State, one of those Pac-12 teams. The Pac-12 is a monster. The Pac-12 is the best conference right now. It feels like outside of Arizona State and Arizona, the entire Pac-12 is strong. Look, Colorado's supposed to suck. Turning out top 25 team. Washington State, supposed to be interesting. Top 25 team. Oregon State was interesting last year. Bringing DJ Uyangalele, top 25 team. Oregon, top 10 team. USC, top 10 team. Washington, top 10 team. Back 12 is loaded, and they're loaded at the quarterback position. But unlike years in the past, they're loaded at the quarterback position, have great offenses, and have really interesting defenses. 
This is a game with two interesting defenses, Washington State and Oregon State. The professor, who knows a thing or two about college football, likes Washington State getting three, the dog over Oregon State. And Mark Lawrence, our last handicapper, a legendary trend handicapper in the handicapping game. These are his plays. And again, he did both the college football and the NFL slate. He likes Cincinnati, who their first year, they were the darling of the AAC. They're now going to be probably one of the banner carriers for the Big 12. Their first real Big Big 12 matchup, and they're a double-digit underdog. Mark Lawrence likes Cincinnati getting 14 over Oklahoma, who has been surprised, who has been strong. Dylan Gabriel is having a great start, but getting 14, he likes Cincinnati there. Arkansas, a couple years, first couple years of Sam Pittman, former offensive line coach of Georgia, really strong. And then last year, they dipped backwards. Well, they're coming out strong again this, this year, getting 18. Yes, LSU, ever since that Florida State game, has played fantastic football, but almost a 20-point dog in the SEC for an Arkansas team that has played strong. Mark Lawrence like Ar- likes Archie. Arkansas getting 18 over LSU. And unlike me, he likes Clemson. Clemson is at home and and an underdog. And they've been really well in that spot. But again, they had Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence for the most part in that spot. They don't this year. But again, home dog, Mark Lawrence likes the trend. They are really good in that spot. Clemson getting three for Mark Lawrence over Florida State. And in NFL, he went with his double down dogs theory. Teams Teams that were favorites in the past, that because they lost are now dogs, but they were favorites for a reason. He believes in these teams. He thinks they turn it around now as underdogs. Mark Lawrence likes the Los Angeles Chargers getting one over the Minnesota Vikings. He likes Denver over my Miami Dolphins. And look, I can see it. I think the Dolphins win, and I think they should win going away. But an 0-2 team is desperate with Russell Wilson, with Sean Payton, has everything to play for. The Dolphins don't need this game, but you would think it'd be great to get this game. Denver getting seven over my, the Miami Dolphins, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Pittsburgh is not good. Kenny Pickett was, like, dubbed as their heir apparent. He's not good. He's just not. He's, yes, he's Pittsburgh's son. He went to Pittsburgh Panthers. He was a first. He was uh, an overdrafted first-round pick. I, I don't see it, and a lot of people don't see it. Mark Lawrence doesn't either. Las, the Las Vegas Raiders getting three over the Pittsburgh Panthers are Mark Lawrence's plays of the football weekend. I appreciate you, got, you all joining in with me. I... We'll be sitting down, locked in to college football action this weekend. I'm sure you will, too. The NFL slate sort of, eh. There's not really any games to me that jump off the, the page. I will watch Sunday, obviously, and I'll watch Monday, obviously. But the game is sort of, eh, to me. Uh, the, the other game that's a top 25 match, we didn't talk too much. I talked about yesterday, Penn State, Ohio, uh, Iowa. Iowa plays good defense, runs the ball. Penn State finally has not only a good quarterback, but a really talented quarterback in Drew Air. Uh, yes, they've had guys in the past that won and were tough and gritty. Alar is just a real deal beast at quarterback, a top 10, top five quarterback coming out of high school. That running tandem is fantastic for Penn State. And again, you always can trust them on defense. And James Franklin's been there a while. There's a year that when I talking Ohio State, they're talking Michigan. Penn State's just as good as both of those teams. And to me, I think this is a spot I was ranked. Penn State's the vastly superior club. Enjoy the football this weekend. It's going to be so much fun. I will be right with you. We won't be on Monday celebrating the Jewish holidays for Yom Kippur, but we will be back Tuesday with a morning briefing. And next Friday, hopefully, we'll have a license to steal for you. Uh, for the absent, Jeff DeForest, thief man. He is coming back from Atlantic City. He will be with me Tuesday. 
I am Mike Luby Lubitz. Have a great week and enjoy all your football fun and maybe make some money. We'll check you out Tuesday at 9, oh, 10 o'clock. We're going to start a new time going forward Tuesday through Friday and then Monday through Friday every week. 10.05 is when we're going to start doing our morning briefings for the absentee. For I am Mike Luby Lubitz. We'll check you out Tuesday at 10.05 Eastern, 7 Pacific on the morning briefing. <laughs>